Welcome to the Masked Man Show. WrestleMania just ended. I'm exhausted, but I'm sitting on my couch next to Dan St. Germain, the king of sad style, and the prodigal (laughs) son, Steve Kazee. How are you doing, man? Oh, so good. So good. I want, a cool, so I want a cool nickname like the King of Sad Style. Didn't we have a nickname for you? I also got mm-hmm. Hollywood St. Germain, too. Yeah, that's pretty good. I don't have anything yet. Um, so really like heartthrob. That was, I, I, didn't, I didn't prefer that. The band is back together. Dave Schilling is drinking at a bar in Orlando, Florida right now. But thank goodness we have... Uh, this, Probably hitting on Nia Jax. Yeah. At a um, Planet Hollywood. Again. Um, but he's <laughs> at a Planet Hollywood. <laughs> we just watched WrestleMania. Um, it was... A long show. Um, seven hours. A little bit over seven hours if you want to count pre-show, yeah. If you want. I don't think you have any choice. I mean, the first match of the night was the Cruiserweight title match, which is, you know, a big, yeah. big match. Um, Huge. Great match. But the most important thing that happened was the last, um, the, well, I was going to say the last few minutes, probably the last, like, 20 minutes of the show when um, Roman Reigns defeated The Undertaker and The Undertaker subsequently uh, appeared to retire in the ring. I, yeah. I mean, we... We could talk. We're going to run through all the matches really quickly after this, but I, I mean, we have to start with this. It's the most important thing that happened tonight by a long shot. Um, it, it seems like the Undertaker's career is over, and um, you know, I, I think that I, I guess I'll just my my thoughts leaving it where I had like fantasy booked this every which way in my head. I had yeah. really strong opinions, and those opinions were strong, but they changed. I think at the end of the day, they actually like sometimes telling. Uh, telling a story like in the most simple, straightforward way is the right way to do it. And I don't even know that the story mattered that much by the time the Undertaker finished walking out of the arena because it was all about his retirement. Steve, what what do you what do you think? Well, it's like I said, I, I as a fan, I don't want this to be the Undertaker's last match, but as a fan, I want this to be the Undertaker's last match. It just, yeah, you know, it was it was it, it's a tricky spot for him. It's a tricky spot for us at home watching because we all have a certain way that we want it to go, but the WWE has a corporate plan that they're trying to follow, and so you know, I think you got the ending that that you had to get but it wasn't pretty at times and uh you know it's just hard if you go back and watch some of the undertaker's early matches and just remember like what the form used to be like it's hard to watch him at this age it is i mean dan uh, i think steve was i mean steve makes a really interesting point i think that it's i mean there Mm -hmm. was there was a there was a lot of really great young undertaker but that was sort of more gimmick is the undertaker's real heyday was this was the was when the once the streak was acknowledged basically to yeah. now yeah. you know i mean those wrestlemania matches how do you feel like how I, do you feel like tonight you know, held up I, i'm a little i mean i guess i'm a little less down on it than than steve because i was very nervous about what was gonna happen what wait you're, you made a big motion <laughs> i'm just fucking with you <laughs> i i i mean like i i, I really thought that it was gonna be really ugly and and really bad yeah and because you know I, I really didn't like the hell in the cell match that him and shane had last year um he has not looked great um in the ring for a long time so i i i i didn't think it was you know it was gonna be that great there's definitely you know as soon as reigns had that tombstone reverse tombstone botch it definitely went downhill three times in a row <laughs> three <laughs> times in a row i mean yeah. it definitely went it's, downhill it, I don't. I mean, I'm not trying to. Not trying. What's well, the? I always mess up the Arn Anderson line, but something to the effect of not trying to blow our own horn, but toot toot. But yeah. But I said. But I've been saying forever that the most important thing in an Undertaker opponent 
as someone that can carry him through a match and that and I don't I don't mean that only metaphorically like it's yeah someone literally that's why Cena seemed like the right guy someone who could literally pick him up and walk him around the ring three times right and that but but I agree I mean I enjoyed the match for what it was it certainly was I think that my my expectations were pretty dampened by that. I mean, the 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 choke slam on Braun Strowman on Raw that seemed to just suck the entire soul out of the Undertaker. Yeah, and I mean, I, uh, I, we were all hearing rumors that I mean, the, not rumors. It's probably true that he's going to get his hips replaced after this. So, for a fifty-two year old man who needs his hips replaced, I thought he did a pretty good job. No, it was a really good match. And I, and, I, and I'll even say this at the end, like you know, like when they were kind of botching the spear setups, all the spears that he took at the end, like. I believe that because he looked disoriented enough that I could see Reigns like just trying to find the best way to put, you know, kind of a wounded bull away. Yeah, I didn't mind that. I, I'm with you on that. I think that the the, the biggest problem I had with with the match uh, and the pacing was uh, had had to do with the fact that it was a seven hour show or a you know however right. long if you if you don't count the the, the real I mean the pre show. Uh, there were three matches on the pre-show. It wasn't even like it wasn't, and they were not filler matches. I was going to say, yeah, none of them were filler. It it was. It reminded me a lot of last year. There just comes a point where I mean, we didn't have a thirty minute, twenty minute rock interlude this year, which is probably for the best. No, that does help. But there, but but there comes a point where it's so late. You've been watching for so long that when Roman is sitting there just pausing a minute and a half between each spear, you're just kind of looking at your watch. Yeah, you know, and they. Probably in a vacuum, they booked that match exactly right. But this didn't happen in a vacuum. It happened at the end of a seven-hour show. Yeah. Um, and the, and I, the the you know the farewell I thought was really well done. And I I would have watched him walk out of the ring for thirty more minutes. You yeah. know. But the uh, but I will say that I walked out. I mean, the, I really thought that putting Roman over was was a really terrible idea. And I don't feel like I hated it that much um, when it actually happened. And maybe it's because it was his win was immediately. Uh, you know, like the, the it went from immediately from him winning to the Undertaker retiring, so we weren't thinking about that anymore. Yeah, this card, the rumors of this card, like was was kind of this card started to get cemented around the time they had that British tournament championship tournament. Yeah, it was like right before Royal Rumble, or it was like right around there. So we had a lot of time to process what this card was going to be and no one was really excited about this card. So when the, when 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 the man when we you, you do watch the matches and and there's so many there were so you know I think almost every single match um with the maybe the exception of like Orton and Wyatt which I went to bat for last week so and I apologize to all the listeners of this show. Um every single match uh, exceeded our expectations cuz I was we were all pretty down on what this card was going to be. Yeah. And also we were all pretty down on last WrestleMania. Well, at least I was. WrestleMania 32 I, I still think is one of the worst WrestleManias and and this year uh you know and I I really enjoyed most of the time. I, I don't I mean I feel like it was it's hard, it's hard to I mean it's hard to really say it but it, it was so solid from top to bottom that I feel like the card actually kind of suffered from it that like in the it <clears throat> there wasn't there, there that weren't, is the most wrestling fan thing ever it, like, it wasn't no I don't like it because it's too good well no but it was it reminded me of Wrestlemania <laughs> in New York whenever a few years ago when it was just when they put on all of the big matches back to back and I was just like so visit so emotionally exhausted yeah it is exhausting to sort of like be in great match after great match you know as an audience member for seven hours That's we're a watching lot. the replay as we're talking about this and and AJ Styles is about to do the Van Terminator on Shane McMahon and it just, I mean, it just goes to show that like this was five out four hours ago, five hours ago, however long it was. And it was, and it was, I mean, this is a great match that's happening. Yeah. Right now. yeah. Um, well, 
This is the uh, opening speaking, of the official card. Speaking of the Undertaker, yeah. Speaking of the Undertaker, you know, in his advanced age, uh, yeah, and and our and the way we look at him as a fan. This was a that was he wasn't the only old guy to take some scary bumps tonight. Um, <laughs> Shane McMahon did did his usual array of crazy dives. Um, uh, Goldberg took some German suplexes that I think uh, there's probably only a handful of 50 year old men in the world that would be willing to take. I'm 41 and I couldn't take one of those. Um, uh, I think that, you know, the, the old men, the old men had a bad, a poor showing uh, statistically on Wrestle at WrestleMania 33. But yeah, um, if you want to put them in the group, I think the big, Oh, the, 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 the big victory for old men goes to the Hardy boys who made a shocking return in the Raw tag team match, um, Steve, you were getting a piece of pizza when it happened, but I was. ran back into the room. That and dropped was, everything for that. That was a that was a really a weirdly nostalgic, wonderful moment, right? It really was. I mean, you know, and it's so funny. It's sometimes the things that are right under your nose, which are the most surprising. Like, how long have we all known that the Hardys were most likely coming? Yeah. I mean, they they were so huge in impact, and then once that was a done deal, we just kind of knew that this was going to happen. But leading up to it, we were all talking about, well, where's Samoa Joe going to run out, and what about Finn Balor's return, and uh, Kurt Angle getting involved, like all these things. No one in any circle that I run in of wrestling people ever said like, well, what about the Hardys getting involved in that tag match and winning the belts? So it just goes to show you like yeah. all of this prognosticating. And, and huge credit to the New Day for, sell- for selling oh, their they sold so, so hard. For them to come out in their tights and then to, 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 uh, oh, so great. Which yeah. I, I kind of feel bad for the New Day because you know, two WrestleManias in a row, like last WrestleMania, they got stunned by a bunch of old guys. And this one, they lose their spot in a tag title match to a bunch of old guys. Yeah. But having said that, that was such a cool moment. And everybody here marked out so hard. I, I think that one of the reasons the Hardys are able to surprise you is because Matt Hardy has bounced from so many different promotions the past couple of years. Yeah. That you never know, like, what's real and what's fake as far as his contract negotiations. Well, and the fact that they had a ladder match last night. Ring of Honor, I think, right? So you're just like, what is going? Oh my god, this is so shocking! Yeah, a couple months ago, like Vanguard came in and got uh, got drop kicked uh, uh, by the Young Bucks at Ring of Honor. So yeah, you're right. It's like you just sort of they've they've done a good job of keeping people guessing over the last couple of months. It's funny because Kurt Angle, who got that, was inducted in the Hall of Fame. Obviously, made an appearance, big appearance tonight uh, in in the induction, uh, the Hall of Fame segment of, of WrestleMania. You know, it's hard. It was hard for me to wrap my mind around how few years he spent in WWE compared to how long he's been wrestling. You know, yeah. I mean, relatively short tenure. Right. Um, and you do wonder what it would have been like if they had had more, you know, part time deals back when he was when he walked out the door. Or they were doing more of that kind of thing. The Hardys, man. I mean, as much as as much as Matt Hardy has reinvented himself into one of the best pro wrestlers in the world over the <laughs> yeah, past five years. Crazy. It is sort of amazing how long they've been away and that WWE has, and they haven't, you know, just come back like the Dudleys for a year at a time or something. Yeah, man. You know? yeah when's the, when was it like WrestleMania 25? That was the last, that was probably eight years I ago. Know. I made it, I made ago. a joke on Twitter that this was their first, the, the first, tag team win or title win since the grunge era and a lot of people just like corrected me as if I uh, um well, excuse me David dude. they were actually uh, 2007 uh, was the uh, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, wrestling fans but they, are, but they are really really it's okay it's okay to be literal we're all wrestling fans here the uh but yeah no it was it was great to see them back it was uh it was uh, I want to I'm curious to know how much of like the broken angle we're gonna play 
because that's your bread and butter right now, right? So there's no way you can't come back and and have it all be about broken Matt Hardy and delete and Vanguard one and all that. It's got it. It's that's the only way it's going to play. It is right? really it is really interesting to think about just because it. You know, I mean, you can imagine if if we're going to go with the cartoon caricatures of the people backstage, you can imagine that they were that they were brought back because of the work that Matt, particularly, but both of them have been doing on the in outside of WWE. Yeah, mm-hmm. but that like they're going to get five minutes to try that on Raw tomorrow night, and Vince is going to be freaking out, wondering why they're not the Hardys he remembers. You I know? guess, but I think the crowd tomorrow night, especially, it's gonna is going to be broken. Th- oh, it's going to be broken. Delete chance, like it's going to blow the roof off. Well, the place. Michael Cole leaned into the broken thing when they were coming out. You know, I mean, it was just a pretty straightforward match, but it was it was it was great to see them. I mean, it was great to have. How did, is you're right, right under right under our nose. It I mean, was the like whole a, it time was the ladder, you know, the ladders came out. We, oh, yeah, man, it, I mean, they when they announced that they were the stipulation for the match last week. It Damn you, crazy. WWE, for doing. But this is, but I think in a lot of ways that's the perfect microcosm of the show. It's just like the Taker Roman Reigns match. It's like you do the really obvious thing in just a really perfect way, and it plays better than a big swerve or yeah. than you know a big shocking sma, like schmas ending to a match. Yeah. Um, speaking of big swerves. I don't know how much this counts as a surprise, but John Cena did propose to Nikki Bella after their tag team match. Fake news. <laughs> Wait, you don't think they're really getting married? No, I mean, I don't know. Who am I to comment on somebody else's personal life? But I'd say probably not. It's not really not. personal life if you propose in the middle of a it's wrestling a great ring point, in front actually. of 80,000 people. It's the point. opposite of the personal life. Uh, no, who knows? I mean, you know, we're, uh, check me out on my new podcast where I do an after talking divas uh, show. <laughs> Oh my gosh, Chris Hardwick wasn't available for that show. No, he wasn't. He was um, Dan, what, what was your level of excitement at the proposal? Uh, I mean, I loved it, man. I, you know, I, I, I loved it. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was, it, you know, the, I had said on this podcast, I don't know if I had said on this podcast or in real life um, to you, but that, uh, you know, the whole thing about this match was that there was going to be the build. It wasn't going to be the match, you know, and the match was fine. It was what it was, but uh, you know, they, they, they had the, they ended the story really, which was the engagement. That was the real story. Everybody knew Cena was going to go over. They needed to end the actual story of the marriage being illegitimate. And they did that with, uh, with the marriage proposal. It's a funny story. My girlfriend's sitting right over there in the next room. Um, but you're going to get on your knees and propose. This is a really, really, really important episode of the mask man show or is no, we. I had heard the rumor that that John Cena was going to propose, uh, and you know, thought that was like whatever. Maybe it's going to happen. Maybe it's not. But you read the rumors; it actually blinded me to the real to the fact that they were actually setting up the story, because I had just you know I had read the rumor so much, and I was we were watching SmackDown the other day, and John and 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 Dom was just like, how. Like, why are they being so mean about the fact that John won't propose? This doesn't make like they would never be this mean unless he was actually going to propose the end of the storyline. Smart. Also, this is so weird. Like we're all doing this wrestling podcast, and then both of your girlfriends are like in the kitchen under candlelight. Not a lot. (laughs) This this feels like the turn, like the eighteen hundreds or something. Guys, do you have? We're doing men's work in the other room. On a scale of one to ten, how sad did the Undertaker's retirement make you, Dom? Okay, it was a nine. Nice. Nice, Taker. Good Are job. You? Made a girl said. <laughs> um, all right. We let's run through the rest of this. Dean Ambrose has once again been been let down by WWE uh in the position they put him in. Uh, Mojo, we, do you want to go through the card? Yeah, up? I'm just running through it one by one. If you guys any have anything you want to say. Okay. Mojo Raleigh won the uh won the thirty three man. That was Gronk Gronk did a great job, I thought. Gronkowski got a beer thrown on him. <coughs> that's that's uh it's sort of amazing. 
one that they put Mojo Rally over, but also that they that they are so sure that he's never going to amount to anything that they just blew the they blew the Rob Gronkowski wad right now. Yeah, like they're just we're not going to save that for a big moment at WrestleMania. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. Uh, AJ Styles over but, Shane. Oh, hey, give Gronk like a credit because I'm sure that like WWE like called him up and was like, hey, you know, you you really should do something with Seth Rollins, and he's like, no, no, I want to do it with my my friends. So. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know how much. I mean, he seemed like he was very confused about why he was there at all. So maybe he thought he was working with Seth Rollins. Uh, AJ Styles beat Shane McMahon. That was actually, I mean, match of the night. Was that match of the night? That uh, was, I'm looking so. back over the card. I don't know. I mean, AJ Styles, AJ Shane, and and Owens Jericho were back to back. I think that I think AJ and Shane was better than Owens Jericho. I, th- I think so too. But I think you got your. I think you got a good. You know, your good wrestling out of the way right in the early part. I mean, of the we show. say it every time, but I show me an AJ Styles and a match, and I'll show you a great match. I mean, yeah. I just. The guy just doesn't work bad matches. This was the best match of Shane's career. I don't think there's any like controversy in me saying that, right? Yeah. And uh, I mean, limited limited sample size. Shane, I mean, a- AJ is just it's it's amazing. I mean, he's he's uh, yeah, he's like it's almost it's like he's I'm trying to think of the word like phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's it, I mean it, it was it was a great match. It was just a great match. It was just another typical AJ match where it just felt like the most important match of the night. I think that we're I, I honestly think that it's unavoidable at this point that he is he's going to take on the late career Shawn Michaels role that he might not be fighting for the belt at WrestleMania's but he's going to be the the John Cena retirement match type guy. You know, right, he's going to be he's going to be working these just gigantic matches, especially now that mm-hmm. Undertaker's gone and they're going to be looking for that someone to fill that slot. Yeah. Um, Kevin Owens uh, hopefully will be selling a different KO Mania t-shirt uh, next year and every year after that. Um, but it was good to see him win and win defiantly. I think you know we'll, we'll wait till <clears throat> Raw tomorrow night. I guess we'll have another. I'll have another show later this week. But um, a lot of guys with a lot of guys with stakes. I mean, a lot of guys with you know a reasonable claim to being the number one contender on Raw if Goldberg is no longer around. Yeah. Uh, who was make Who was fantasy booking that earlier? Was that you, Dan? Um. The, if oh yes, that was me. Just uh, talking about it being kind of like Owens and Rollins and Balor. And yeah, I mean, right now there's so many people who have, yeah who have staked to the title right now. Whether it's go, you know, like let's say Goldberg is a good back, but he has technically a rematch clause, right? Kevin Owens has a rematch clause he's never used. Finn Balor never lost the title, so he has a rematch clause. Roman Reigns just beat the Undertaker, so that's just a rematch clause. And All Seth right. Rollins just beats Triple H, which is pretty high up there too. So there's I, five people who reasonably could have a stake at the title, or even Kurt Angle if they decide to bring him back, you know, or Jeff Hardy if you look at Jeff Hardy, he wants to see him Punk. The last match would be that's for the strap. So well, what about CM Punk? Does he have a stake? See, with the title? Dude, he has a stake the, in whatever he wants. I will say that they'll probably the, make him do like the okay. white heavyweight title when he comes back. I'm going to ask a big picture. Uh, the, just move away from like the minutia of the show. Mm-hmm. What when you go home tonight or wake up first thing tomorrow? I, I don't plan on going home tonight. I plan on staying here. <laughs> That's totally fine, man. This okay, couch, just wanna, the couch just is yours. Throw that out there. Just watch the old Would, network. For what a while. is the first match from tonight that you're going to rewatch? I can tell mm. right now. I know for a fact that mine is Seth Rollins versus Triple H, and it's only because. I'm sort of interested, like my, I, I don't have, that didn't leave a great taste in my mouth, but I, but I'm, but part of me thinks that it was just the place it was on the show, you know? And oh, you then, didn't like it? No, I, I, I enjoyed it a lot, but like, I'm not, I don't, but I remember about 5% of it right now. And I feel like I'm, I was kind of invested in the buildup and, and, uh, 
you know, I liked what they did, but I, but I, I, I want to rewatch it. I kind of want to revisit it outside of the context of this slog of WrestleMania. You know, what's interesting to me is that we always sort of, and I'm guilty of this as well, but we always kind of get on to the WWE and the sort of writing staff when they don't get it right. But rarely do we give them credit when they do get it right. And I think that when they do really get it right, that sometimes the pay-per-views suffer and not, not suffer in the way that like, oh, this was a great WrestleMania, right? But the buildup, in most of these matches, the largest majority of these matches was so good. Like yeah, even watching true. the promo packs, like they were so, they were such great buildups that you almost just like didn't even need the matches in like a weird way. Yeah. You kind of just needed to see it play well, out the, uh, in a, in a, in a vignette or something, but well, it's just WWE in general. Yeah. But it's, uh, you know, oftentimes when we're leading into something, it's like, Oh, why is this person here? And this doesn't make any sense. And it didn't feel this way this so, time. Like everything felt like it had stakes. Even that undertaker reigns match, Match, which didn't really feel like it had a buildup. Watching it tonight, I was like, "Oh, okay, I'm here for this." Well, now we and we know whose yard it is now. Right. More importantly, so what what it's, match? What match do you want to go home and watch first? You? I mean, I think I want to watch that Seth Rollins Triple H match again, but only because I feel like it's weird. Like you said, I feel like it was a better match than what I felt like it was watching it. Yeah, but it was because the buildup to that has been coming for so long yeah. that I think I just had super high <laughs> expectations, and so I want to go back and sit with it and sort of feel the pace of it and see how they told the story and go from there. Dan, well, I mean, I just watched the Hardys coming back again on my phone. That's a good moment. This podcast. So. That's a good one too. Yeah. Uh, we just watched Shane and I was going to say Shane and AJ, but we just literally watched. Yeah, that we again. just literally. Wa- I, I would I would be happy to watch that match again. There's a lot of really cool moments over the course of the night. There were there was the Hardys coming back. Um, I mean, I don't. I mean, I, the, the all those really cool uh, uh, bugs that were on the ring and the and the. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to go any further than that. <laughs> hey, because we're watching this Owens Jericho match. Jericho Jericho done for a little bit. We're going to get a Fozzie tour. Do you I, think? I or? He's a, he's done for a little bit. I don't think that was. I think that. Well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna name any names, but I recently talked to somebody who works with Chris Jericho, and yes, that is the. All right. Well, hell of a year, man. So. Hell of a year. Um, but yeah, I mean, honestly, if you if I mean, you guys, I know were, were you were not in my living room. You might well have been watching when when the when the pre show started. But um, Neville German suplexed Austin Aries onto his head in the opening match that in that in a moment that should that will live on in infamy. That, was, oh, I didn't that, see that, that match seemed awesome. It was a really good match. You know, I mean, it's 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 it sounds crazy to say, but Jack Gallagher has sort of ruined the cruiserweight division because he because his match with with uh, Neville was so good. Um, but yeah, but do you think Neville and Aries is better? Neville, or? no, I honestly think the Gallagher match was better. But Neville and yeah, Aries, Neville, Neville and Aries exceeded my expectations. I Aries were Aries was Aries was literally like thirty percent better than I thought he was going to be in this match. He was very very good, and the yeah. and the the story they told was very was was strong. Listen, I I don't I mean is there anything else that we need to touch on? Oh wait wait, I guess we well, we got to Goldberg Lesnar right? Yeah, no. Before we get to Goldberg and Lesnar, Jim, our producer. Do you what 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 match are you going to watch first? I'm I'm breaking down I'm breaking down the third or fourth you, wall you here. Really like tearing down the fourth wall. You you want to go watch? He wants to see the heart. Okay. Um. It, no, I think the Hardy the Hardys is really fun, and that match was really good. I mean, they that was a really really well booked match. I mean, well like choreographed match. Everything felt really planned out in the very best There's possible awesome ladder spots. match sort There's of way. Some awesome spots. All right. So Brock Lesnar, uh, is our new Universal Champion. Mm-hmm. He managed a German suplex Bill Goldberg uh, ten times. That's the official count. I it felt like about a hundred. Yeah, it felt like a lot more it than was ten. A lot, but I I loved it. Um, it was the right way to book it, right? 
By the way, I, before we get into this, I just want to point out that, on, that I texted both of you guys today and said, I'm putting the over-under on the length of this match at 11 minutes. And How Steve, long was it? Steve, I said 15. Steve Kazee took the over. It was four minutes and 45 seconds. That match was only four minutes and 45 seconds? <laughs> That's according to Wikipedia. I don't know. Maybe the bell rung at a weird time. but <laughs> There's no match had to have been longer than that. Man, maybe not. I don't know what to tell you, man. I, only, I get all match? of my information from Wikipedia. Seven-hour show, so it's... What was the longest match? Uh, the main event was 23... Uh, no, no, no. The so Rollins Triple H match was 25-22. Was that counting the uh, weird motorcycle entrance? <laughs> no, it was an hour and a half with the motorcycle, with all the entrances. <laughs> what do you think, Steve, where do you think they, where do you think they go with Brock Lesnar as champion? Uh, well, I think uh, sort of what we talked about earlier, I, I think it's sometimes good to take the belt out of circulation. And I think, well, I, I mean, having said that, we're in the first now the era where Brock Lesnar clearly only has the WWE to go to. Right. So there's no more. I'm going to take a break and go to UFC for a little while or I'm going to kind of do this. Like you fail a couple of drug tests and all of a sudden you have to start showing up to work more often. So <laughs> don't I know it. It'll be interesting to see. <laughs> it'll be interesting to see how, how if he takes the belt and kind of goes away and we see him on like, you know, every third raw which I'm actually okay with because it's such a convoluted picture right now about who is the clear favorite that I think it's good to just not be having, you know, chasing a belt, but more about trying to figure out post WrestleMania, like who the next big deal is, like who's going to be the next big headliner moving into SummerSlam. So we've got, you know, three raw pay-per-views between now and then to kind of figure it out. Yeah. It'll between now and SummerSlam. Yeah. Man, He's look at this! Look at the spread out schedule. Only three Raw pay per views. Three, three, three Raws and three How? Smackdowns. Well, that's so I mean that, six that feels like three, there's there should be three Raw. I mean that's there should be three Raw pay per views in the next month and a half. Yeah. It's just so weird to me though. Lesnar though, he's got to have a money number he gets to, where then he just doesn't do anything anymore, but kills Elk in his back. I don't know. Well, what <laughs> is he doesn't mo- care enough about being famous. But the problem around. is that you got. I mean, you have a, you just have a limited amount of time you can make money, yeah. right? So like, right. Any any number that you get to, the part the part of your brain is still thinking like, what if the dollar like, what if Donald Trump drastically devalues the American dollar? Like, what am I gonna do? Right. Like, so I mean, you you got to just make well, all. Lesnar's Canadian can. now. Yeah, but he's still getting paid in U.S. bucks. That's true. The uh, greatest currency in the world. Great, <laughs> the world's greatest dollar. Um, the world's greatest U.S. dollar is the uh, U.S. dollar. I you know yeah I mean it was it, I I was not like I mean everybody listening to this knows I, I I was not as down on on putting the title on on you know in the Lesnar Goldberg matches as, as some people were but but it is a big question mark as to where you go from now and go it from still here. Still looks like, like candy like that title still looks like it was dipped in candy applesauce or something, doesn't uh, it? I don't no, know. I mean, hungry. You're I've never been, I've never been applesauce <laughs> than me. We might have some in the refrigerator. Um, there's an eight year old here. It's not mine. The, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, so we, I mean, he's in a cage in the corner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he will not talk unless spoken to the, um, so yeah, I mean, and we come back. I mean, Naomi had a great heartwarming, uh, win. Also the, probably my favorite entrance of the night, although we've seen variations on it before. Um, I will. I'm happy to completely skip over Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt. Um, Who? Yeah, exactly. And uh, I mean, can we just talk about the uh, we even uh, talk Nintendo about the, snake that followed Randy Orton as that, he went? Don't down talk. The, don't chill on Nintendo like that, man. That snake was terrible. That was pretty much the worst thing, and the bugs were really bad. Oof, but that so snake bad. coming down to the ring. We was did not. Pretty, we have not talked about the about the Raw Women's Title match uh, in which Bailey retained. It was. 
really shocking that they managed to have an entire room and I'm sure an entire WWE universe of people all at once saying, I don't understand this booking at all. Right. Yeah. I mean, like why, if she's going to win at WrestleMania, why not have that be her first win? Yeah. Right? That's, that's a point. Mike yeah. Lawrence is a comic who, who brought up here. And I, I think that that's, I really wanted Charlotte to win. I was really bummed out that she didn't. She's, she's constantly, uh, impressing me, you know, as far as I went, I always like, I mean, I liked her, but I, I was like, Oh, she's like the best. She's great. Yeah. She's, she's one of the best performers in WWE. Uh, Sasha weirdly got a kind of short, short shrift tonight. Although I'm guessing we'll see more of her uh, doing exciting things on raw. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, this is a, this is a top to bottom. This is, I mean, WrestleMania is always going to be an incomplete grade on the report card, right? Because it, nothing matters until you watch raw and see what the fallout is. Right. Now we're in a weird situation where it's raw plus SmackDown, although not a ton of SmackDown. Although I, you know, this is how annoying that Orton Wyatt match was. It's just, like you're you're just kind of like you're I'm just so bored by Randy Orton like I I don't I don't want to hear his speech of like I'm the best and I'm the assassin and all this whatever worthless shit he talks about on He Tuesday. needs some more nicknames is what Randy Orton means. <laughs> less, As less, we know I'm the cerebral assassin. Um, um I'm fully not interested in either of those well, guys to be honest and uh, I think it's just like the end of a a sort of pointless feud to begin with the whole him joining the Wyatt family was always just obscure and weird and never made any sense and now this the payoff it just doesn't feel I don't know I mean him lighting that <laughs> sister Abigail thing was such wrestle crap I did yeah, well yes I, I will go to my grave you cannot convince me otherwise saying that uh, that this was the storyline they had written for Daniel Bryan that just got hijacked by the fans and they were just like, well, we've got this really, you, you guys work in Hollywood. It's like, we've got this really great script. I've been trying to sell <laughs> right. for 15 I've been trying years. to push this script for a while. <laughs> uh, listen, that's what we had. I said we wouldn't talk about that match. Let's come, we'll come, let's circle back around to the main event. Roman Reigns Undertaker. I thought in, in all of the ways that mattered, they, they really pulled it off. Uh, this is probably number two on my list of matches I want to rewatch because Man, I was tired and what was going on. We also ate a lot of pizza. You guys ordered from probably the two best pizza places in LA. Yeah, where did I, you order from? Uh, I, I think it was called uh, Hard Times because I thought it'd be. Yeah, I thought place. it was like right in in line with the the theme. Man, I wish I knew that place existed. You know. Um, all right, guys. Any parting thoughts before we get out of here? No. <laughs> I do my plugs. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and also I, I love wrestling, uh, and also uh, I'm going on tour starting. Um, geez, I mean, starting next week, I'm going to New York, but I'm going to be um, doing clubs in San Francisco and Cincinnati and Washington D.C. and I'll be in Iowa and Ohio, and I'll be doing gigs all over New York and L.A. and so check me out there. Uh, and um, I'll be on at midnight this week and uh, watch Jeez. Superior Donuts. So. What are you doing on this couch? You're you're really famous, man. Um, huge, yeah, huge, hugely famous. I don't know. I got to talk to the little people every once in a while, David. No, yeah. I uh, I desperately need all the attention I can get. That's great. And Steve? once again, I will be performing at Moose Knuckles in Poughkeepsie, New York, for a weekend. <laughs> and <laughs> they love you there. They love me at Moose Knuckles. They keep going, but they keep asking. I can't get in there to save my life. Damn it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We have a Twitter account for this show. It's ask, at Masked Man Show. Uh, Dan, you're what? D.S. Germaine? At D.S. Germaine. Steve, you're at Steve Kazee? At Steve Kazee. Jim, do you have a Twitter account? Drink it in, man. Yeah. Jim Cunningham, but one's you guys. Oh. I, I'm not going to repeat that. <laughs> Jim, Jim Cunningham. Great show, Point Break Live. 
Oh yeah, Point Break Live. You want to put that? You want to? You want to go? You want to put that? Tom Gun Live now. It's Top Gun. Oh, oh awesome. yes. Let's check that out. New show. Check out Tom Gun Live, uh, which is a play. Guys, thanks for listening. Hope you enjoyed WrestleMania. We'll be back later this week. Uh, apologies to uh, Bill Simmons for going so hard in favor of, Bre- of Bray Wyatt. He was right. And uh, as always, apologies to Dean Ambrose. We'll see you soon, humanoids. Bye.